stories, spirituality, pathways, and aliens. You're here on The Long Road Home. What's up, everybody? Hello! Happy Monday! It's Monday, and it's almost March! It's almost March. You're in another grueling work week. Let us ease you into it with a little bit of lubrication from our mini-show this week. Yeah, is that what we're calling ourselves? We're like the the guiding hand. The silicone that helps you enter things easier. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, really, in in a way, we're like... Um, we help you like transition. We're we're gonna help you like get comfortable and get get into it. Yeah, in a really <laughs> less dry manner. So yeah, we okay. hope you did have a good weekend. I understand the, the <laughs> metaphor now. It's, it's it's you know it's unique, but it, it works. It's a niche that we could fill. Got to find those niches <laughs> in marketing. <laughs> anyway, so we're the audio lubricant. Um, or, um, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're like your alien lubricant. Alien audio lubricant? We've lost control of the alien show Alien audio it's educational gone. lubricant. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, we hope everyone had a great week. It's my turn for the Minnesota Buckle Up. It's, it's Chad's really, week. It's really not that bad. Uh, today, we're talking about, uh, if you hadn't heard about climate change enough this week. <laughs> right? We're not talking about Texas, but we are talking about an article that I saw on Yahoo News. Neanderthals died out after Earth's magnetic poles flipped, causing a climate crisis 42,000 years ago, a study says. Oh, shit, Chad. Yeah, crazy. I love deep time. This is a deep time uh, experiment, whatever you want to call it, that they did, that they found out that something crazy happened to the Neanderthals back in the day. Well, I'll let you go ahead with your story, but I have some commentary on this that I didn't, I I didn't know I would have commentary for you today, but I do. Oh, great. (laughs) Yeah, you dive in and then I'll follow up. All right. So a new study shows that the magno, well, we've known for a while that the magnetic poles flipped about 42,000 years ago. It's a long time ago. We've known that since the 60s. But a new study now suggests a more dramatic phenomenon ha- occurred at the time. The additional cosmic rays may have depleted ozone concentrations, opening the floodgates for more ultraviolet radiation in the atmosphere. Shifting weather patterns may have expanded the ice sheet over North America and dried out Australia, prompting the extinction of many large mammal species. A solar storm, meanwhile, might have driven ancient humans to seek shelter in caves. So, prior to this study, the poles flipping did not seem like a giant event to most scientists. And this is just one study, so bear in mind there will be need to be more research done on these things. But, um, basically, these people think that because of that storm and, dry, and uh, people being driven into caves, that the Neanderthals actually went extinct due to the lack of resources as they became scarce. We started getting more, they got less, and they just died off. Gotcha. Yeah. So, what evidence do they have to try and prove this? Well, scientists look at the ancient Kauri tree in New Zealand. The tree's rings serve as a record of radiocarbon levels, or a radioactive isotope, in the atmosphere over tens of thousands of years. The magic ring, or not the magic rings, <laughs> the tree rings. The tree rings showed evidence of rising radiocarbon at the time when the magnetic fields flipped, an event known as the Last Champs Excursion. Now, it's not a unique event in the history of our planet. It's happened a couple of times, according to this. But during these reversals, the magnetic shield that protects our planet from solar wind gets weaker. Earth's poles, not to be confused with the planet's northern and most southern point geographic points, switch places. So they change. They ch- they've changed before. Right. For, uh, also in this article, it says the North Pole has uh, already been wandering, and which is really cool. 
So the last Les Champs excursion happened over a period of about a thousand years. And in the process of the poles flipping, the Earth's magnetic field almost disappeared and it opened up the planet to all to a bunch of high energy particles from outer space. Now, they're saying that if the sun spewed extra high levels of radiation during a solar storm during that time, Neanderthals may have needed to seek cover. And, well, get this, the last Les Champs excursion coincided with a rising cave use across Europe and Southeast Asia. In particular, researchers have found red ochre, I think that's how you say that, Mm. ochre handprints in the region's caves that date back some 40,000 years. According to the new study, this pigment could have served as an ancient form of sunscreen. So, it all lines up together with cave use and this moment in time when the poles flip. So, this uh, heightened cave use and the poles flipping seem to be uh, coinciding with one another, according to the study. Super and interesting. So, like, the theory then is that they're, like, hiding from the solar flares? Yeah, exactly. Something terrible is happening. I'm sure it looks scary as fuck. Yeah. Also, uh, but yeah, so they went into the caves to seek protection from the sun, which probably was, I mean, if that did happen and there was no... Uh, ozone to protect us then it was just you know immediate radiation right yeah um shit that's scary um yeah so it's it's pretty scary but not all researchers are convinced by this analysis uh some other geologists think that because of ice cores dating back forty-two thousand years they don't indicate a global climate crisis but he said that there does appear to be a linkage between the extinction of large mammals and the weakening of earth's magnetic field so and it is the theory too that that tends to cause extreme weather as well, right? And like not just the solar flares. But, yes, it can but cause weather disturbances. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and so Ooh. this is uh, what this new study says. A lot more studies are going to need to happen. No one really knows what happens to the ne- Neanderthals, which is really interesting. We could do a whole podcast on that. Ooh, let's and do it. Yeah, that would be great. But no one really knows, and this is a cool example of new science that could potentially hold the truth in it somewhere. So more studies will show us what happened to them eventually, I hope. It's a cool theory until you realize that our magnetic poles are starting to shift or have been shifting. Yes. Um, and then it, then you go, ooh, <laughs> how long does it take for that before it's, we start having like radioactive, radioactive solar flares? Yeah, who knows? I just wanted to show you this. I actually came across this TikTok uh, exactly a month ago. Um, oh, cool. And he was talking about how the solar flares are shifting. So I'll play it for you and then we can talk about it if you want. Okay, it's Friday night. I had a couple margaritas. I was going to call it a night. And then somebody asked me a great question. Are the poles shifting right now? The North Pole is actually down over Siberia, and it's moving at an exponentially faster rate every year. Uh, the, uh, the, the satellite survey that was keeping track of it, well, NASA decided to stop telling us that. Um, the European Space Agency also decided to stop telling us where it's at. However, I do know that the South Pole is no longer in Antarctica. It has now moved uh, off the ice shelf and is now uh, moving towards Indonesia, which, strangely enough, is exactly where the North Pole is moving, directly to the same spot in Indonesia. Now, if you look uh, at the opposite side of the Earth from Indonesia, you'll see that it's what's called the South Atlantic Anomaly, where the radiation, background radiation, is uh, 13 times higher than anywhere else on Earth. Hmm. Maybe that means something. Wow, super interesting. So, yeah, um, apparently they've been shifting. And, and I guess the discussion uh, Do we know who that is? Post, um, <laughs> oh, no. Well, his username is just funny. That's all. Oh, okay. It's on TikTok. His username is big and corn fed. <laughs> 
So, uh, you know, we are relying on our source, Big and Corn Fed. Go on for TikTok. Go find him. Take- but then if you, I mean, it is, it's hard to look up. You can't, there's no, there's no poll tracking systems anymore. They used to exist and I can't find, I mean, wow. Google it. I can't find anything. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. Well, yeah. And this article does say that the magnetic North Pole has been drifting since the 1990s at a rate of 30 to 40 miles per year. So it is speeding up. It might be a while until we get there, but it is happening. I believe you can find you can find some infor- information around the current poll location at the NOAA. Ah, uh, okay. that's all I was. I was just looking for that. A very quick Google search pulls up an article called "The Wandering of the Geomagnetic Poles" on the NOAA website. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. Cool. But it's happening. It's not just big and corn fed isn't lying. No, <laughs> it is happening. Yeah, it's and there. there is radiation, um, uh, heightened radiation levels. Uh, on the opposite side of where the solar or the South Pole is currently. So, well, anyway, all right. Use multiple sources, big and corn fed, and Noah together might give you a good glimpse of what's to come. But that's what I treat. I mean, that's why I treat all of those those videos that I come across, and that's how you should do it too, listeners. If you hear something that piques your interest, do a little research on it. Don't just trust that one video. Yeah, do some observational stuff. Go on Google, look it up, find a couple of different sources to confirm or deny your bias. All right, so I really enjoyed what I did last week, and so I did it again. My next article is Edinburgh woman bit off man's tongue in street brawl before seagull swooped down and ate it. Whoa! Yeah, this is great. Uh, James McKenzie, well, I'm going to tell you. James McKenzie sped out a piece of his tongue onto the street after Bethany Ryan, 27, had savagely ripped it off with her teeth during an incident in Edinburgh. So you're probably asking, how did she get a hold of his tongue? Well, I'm assuming it was stuck into her own mouth. Uh, No? Kind of. Yeah. Weird situation. So, Prosecutor Susan Dixon said the pair clashed as they passed each other at the Capitol's Leith Walk around 8 p.m. on August 1st, 2019. Miss Dixon said the pair were strangers to each other, but an argument developed between them, and the court heard Ryan had initially tried to walk away from the confrontation. The fisc the fiscal, I don't know what that means. This is from the Edinburgh News, so this is this is jolly I'm old England that means English. Yeah, okay, you're yeah. right. Uh the fiscal, or um, we're assuming witness, said McKenzie continued to be aggressive towards Ryan and he approached her again with a clenched fist. Miss Dixon said Miss Ryan somewhat oddly responded to that by pushing him on the body and kissing him. So, <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. He, he, she, she says something, he says something, he tries to walk away, she keeps going, he comes back, and she sticks his tongue in her mouth. So, she kissed him Wait, on... Wait, say those words again. You say those words again right now, mister. She kissed... She put his tongue in her mouth. There's no way. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no way that you can kiss somebody and get their tongue in your mouth. You're not wrong. Voluntarily. Look, I don't know what happened. Maybe she sucked really hard. I don't know how she did. That doesn't. No, he here. was into it. No, 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 no. We don't got to try this right now. Come here. I guess you're right. You can't do it. You know what that means? You know what that means? That means he stuck it in there. He That's was all into I'm it. saying. So, <laughs> well. Regardless of what happened, somehow his tongue got into her mouth. Somehow. <laughs> and you know what? This is not a good group of people, I don't think. So she kissed him on the lips, and during the course of that, you know, he got into it, I guess, and his tongue got into her mouth, and she bit through his tongue, which caused a piece of his tongue to be removed. That's a hard bite. It's That's a hard chunk. <laughs> we were literally watching, uh, God, what were we watching last night? <laughs> An anime. We were watching Dororo. And the guy, one of the guys tries to bite a little bit of his tongue off, and so we try to do it, and it's hard. It's really hard to want to bite your own tongue off. I couldn't imagine, like, the pressure that it takes. But she did it. muscle, She too. laid into it, and 
uh, Mackenzie walked off and she spit his tongue out, at which point the piece of muscle was picked up by a large seagull that made off with the piece of tongue. So, <laughs> not a good day for this, this Rough dude. day. A really strange day. Uh, almost into an argument, into a makeout session, into a seagull just ate a piece of my tongue. So he, you know, it was a, he had a case of the Mondays. He should have. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. Uh, the fiscal. By the way, a fiscal. I just looked it up. It's just a legal official. Okay, so it's not a witness. We were wrong. We were wrong. All right, legal official. The fiscal told the court that you know the, what they say about when you, what happens when you assume things. They make an ass of me and you. Yeah. Uh, the fiscal told the court the chunk of tongue bitten off during the struggle was approximately two centimeters by three centimeters in size. Emily, do the math. What's that mean? Oh, that's like that's like th- three quarters of an inch. No, no, that's almost that's a lot an of inch. tongue. It's a lot of tongue to be that's missing. That's a lot of tongue. Jesus. Oh no. Well, can he speak? Well, <laughs> Ryan was later arrested by the police and McKenzie attended hospital for the treatment where the laceration to his tongue was said to be oozing blood. So it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, they also added he did not require surgery given the piece of tongue was no longer available and could not be reattached. So he didn't oh. even get it back because a fucking seagull stole it. Oh, man. Jesus. What a rough day. That's the day his life changed, and what a way for it to change. Yeah, and so she ended up pleading guilty to assaulting James McKenzie by pushing him on the body, kissing him, and biting off part of his tongue to his severe injury and permanent disfigurement at Leith Walk in Edinburgh. This comes from Edinburgh News. And yeah, so yay. Ah, that's the end of story. That's the end of the story. Nothing good happened. He just <laughs> lost a big chunk permanent of his tongue. Permanent disfigurement. The seagull ate it. God, that seagull boy. Whew. You won't believe what I saw. This oh bitch just ripped a piece of that guy's tongue off. And you know what I did? I took it because I'm a bastard. <laughs> That's, That's horrifying. Oh, it sounds like my kind of seagull, though. He's mean and he's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. But yeah, that's the end of the story, guys. Birds of a feather. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's the moral of the story then, Chad? Uh, what's the I lesson don't think, learned? I don't think anyone learned anything. <laughs> Just like most incidences like this. Probably nothing was learned. Uh, this might happen again from the same woman. And the same man? And the same man. It might happen to both of them again. We don't know. Might, same seagull. Who knows? Yeah, I think that's it's not the last we'll see of that seagull. It's not the last. You're totally right. It's not the last. He'll be back again for blood. Okay. Well, that is the mini-sode, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope we lubed you up nice and wet. I don't know. We hope you got we hope we got you where you needed to be. <laughs> we'll be back on Wednesday with an or Thursday, excuse me, with another big full length episode. But until then, find us on Discord. There is a permanent link on our Instagram and Twitter. It's free. Join us there. We post links to our source material, weird stories, weird news, and you can hang out and chat with us and other listeners. We'd love to see you there. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore LRH underscore pod. You can find us on Facebook at the LRH pod. And you can also reach us via email at the LRH show at gmail.com. Lastly, if you'd like to support The Long Road Home and its constituents, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the LRH podcast. We have different tiers of membership available for you. Join us. Be a shotgun rider. Support our content, and we'll keep making more of it. Yeah, we got some great names. What is it? Shotgun rider, backseat driver, and... 
Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker, yeah. Hitch- just be a hitchhiker. Be a filthy hitchhiker. No. Come hang out with us. I mean, you can be a hitchhiker, too. I was just trying, you know, go big or go home. We do have uh, some special uh, merch for people who do subscribe to the higher tiers, so be sure to check us out on there, guys. We'd love to have all of you join us. But, like we said, we'll be back on Wednesday. We hope you guys have a great- Thursday. W- uh, God damn it. Why do I keep doing that? What's wrong with my know. brain? Yeah, me either. Well, we'll be back Chad, on- who bit your tongue? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fucking shifty single. <laughs> we'll be back on Thursday, everybody. We hope you have a great week. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us on The, the Long, Long Road, Road Home. Home. Goodbye, everyone. Oh.